What's everyone saying? You're listening to the Beyond the Gaffer podcast. You're here with your boy Kaj and your co-hosts, Dinesh and Dylan. Now, before we go on to the rest of the episode, please follow us on BTG underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. Now, it's been a while since we've heard from you, Thinesh, but yeah, how, how have you been? Uh, especially with the long hi- hiatus from uh, BTG. Yeah, man. Good, to, good, to, really good to be back. Um, obviously, I've been off with uh, exams and all, but nice it's over now. And uh, we've got a really good episode. We're previewing the Champions League final. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. Um, before we go on, I'm going to ask Dylan how you've been, but also how, what you think really of the upcoming Champions League final and your thoughts on both teams. Yeah, been good, man. Thank you. Um, no, I'm looking forward to it. I think obviously an all English clash. Again, you know, second one in three years. Um, so it's pretty impressive in that sense. And obviously City going for their first crown, trying to complete the trouble this season. And Tuchel, well, he took over when back end of Christmas or something around then. And to get Chelsea into the top four the other day and now for the Champions League final, then it's pretty impressive. No, fair. I mean, I definitely think it's a it's a heavyweight uh, clash between two Premier League uh, well, the El Cachico, basically, in terms of two heavy uh, Premier League giants of the game. I think Man City are en route to uh, locking their first treble uh, that will rival uh, Man United's treble of ni- uh, 1999. And Chelsea looking to go for their second Champions League soon, uh, after their first one in 2012. Um, I mean, before we go on to the uh, the clash... What were your thoughts on basically their uh, their route to the final and at least the the approach in the semi-finals? And we could start off with Man City uh, finish since uh, it's been a while since you've spoken about BTG and all, all things related to football. Yeah, man, good. It's good. So City, I mean, I think definitely compared to like the the last few years in the Champions League, I think they've actually been really dominant this time. I think all the wins that they've had in the in the knockouts and in the group stages. They, they've been really convincing and, and I think that goes to show that they've finally sort of made that step up um, and, and sort of committed to uh, to really pushing through and making sure they really bring this title home. Uh, I think what's worked for them is that Pep's really kept the team quite consistent. He He's played the front four uh, with a false nine of, of Bernardo Silva, Mares, Foden and De Bruyne and I think that's worked well for them. Um I think arguably that's probably their best team um, with that front four, uh, and he and he's found a he's found a system where it, it it's so fluid in the attack. Um, they're pretty free scoring, um, and just looking back to that PSG game, I think what was so impressive is that we saw a different side of City in these knockout knockout um, in this knockout tie where PSG were on the front foot. Um, for, for large spells of the game and City really had to dig deep. Um, I haven't seen City be dominated like that, possession-wise especially, uh, for a long time. So that was a different side of the game that I think that Pep showed tactically um, how good City can really be. And the fact that, you know, they they held their own and they, they essentially made PSG implode. Um, PSG were playing really well and their heads just went... Um, after the red card situation and after conceding the goal um, and City just took it home from there. It was such a professional performance and we haven't really seen that from City um, in Champions League of past and and that's what really impressed me about them mostly. So I'm really feeling good for City. I think they're going to do it this time, albeit we know how Chelsea, what Chelsea's history is like in these sort of finals. So I think it's it's an amazing matchup. Um, 
Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, no. So, yeah, Dylan, your thoughts on one? Man City's approach and to both sem- uh, both legs of the semi-final and uh, really your thoughts as well maybe on who the star players were from, from both ties or well I mean you can't look past Riyad Mahrez who scored three of the four goals that City scored in the in the semis against PSG I mean he grabbed both uh, both goals in the in the in the in the second leg didn't he um, and scored a wonderful free kick in Paris. Um, which eventually gave City their win. Um, and, and I think that he's probably been City's probably most consistent player this season on the wing. Um, I think he's definitely shown that he's the best winger they've got this season. You know, He's been tearing it up in the Premier League as well as the Champions League. And I think Foden's obviously coming to his own as well, like playing in that that forward, that forward role where I think he will be playing for England this summer. Um, I think he's really coming to, come, come to his own. And I think Guardiola is managing really well with his minutes. I know people wanted to see a lot of, more of him this season, and people and people have. Um, but I think the fact that they've had no injuries and they've been able to rotate, I think it's actually really brought the best out of Foden and the players around him, and they're sort of just locking into gear. I think it's actually City's final to lose, um, but you never know. One, one-off game, Chelsea have pedigree um, and history, so it just remains to be seen what happens on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, we talk about Chelsea's history. I mean, we should probably go into detail into what your thoughts were on uh, their semi-final. Te- La, tie with Real Madrid um, I'll bring it back to you Dylan before we go to finish uh, your thoughts on Tuchel's performance probably as a manager so far in the six months but also in his approach for against uh, Real Madrid and the other Champions League ties yeah it's interesting like they've they've varied their formation um, across the Champions League he's gone with like three at the back sometimes um, play, we're playing with the wing, wing backs um, but I think against Madrid, like it was, I think it was a very different setup between the first and second leg. I think they went out to, I think they were con- very content with the draw in the first leg. They, they, I think he just wanted that, wanted at least that away goal and to not to not to lose. And I think they got they got what they deserved. Um, I mean, Madrid put them under pressure at times, um, but I think actually Chelsea had them at, had them at arm's length the whole time. I mean, they missed some glorious chances, especially Werner in that first leg, and in the second leg. That man, N'Golo Kante, for me, just ran the show in that second leg. He was pivotal to the two goals that they scored, which set them on their way. And Edouard Mendy made, what, two saves from Benzema? And that's about it. Real Madrid were kept at bay. Um, so it's, it's anyone's game, really. I think I think Chelsea will be will be there. Um, I mean, the pressure's off them, I guess, to an extent, obviously, now that they've qualified for the Champions League um, through their league position. But the fact that they beat City recently in the FA Cup and they beat them at the Etihad um, only a couple of weeks ago, I think I think you can't write them off. No, yeah, fair. How about you, Tanish? Yeah, I think like the main criticism of two shells reign so far is that Chelsea just haven't really scored enough goals. Um, and that second leg showed that they can really step things up. I mean, albeit they only won 2-0 in the end, but they could have easily had five or six in that game quite comfortably um, just, just for a lack of just poor fishing, poor finishing, I think. Um, and, and not to discredit Chelsea's performance because I thought they were really good, but Real Madrid were just extremely poor. I don't think they were anywhere near their best um, going into that second leg. And I don't think they just didn't really show the the hunger or the desire to win the tie. Um, so credit to Chelsea. I think they've done incredible considering where they were league wise. Um and the situation they were in and they've made it to a Champions League final which is incredible I don't think anyone would have expected that really 
uh, where they were a couple months ago. Um, so I've been really impressed. I've been really impressed with what Tuchel's done. Um, really, I think, like Dylan said, and Kante was so pivotal um, in that second leg, uh, creating not only the the golden chances for them to score the goals, but you know, defenses, defensive work, and just making sure things keep ticking along um, on the pitch. He's so important, just bringing that experience. So I think a very, a very changed Chelsea lineup that I still don't think uh, is is neither settled nor they they've played each other enough um, to know how you know have the have the fluidity that City have now. So. I think someone like him would be a big miss um, if if he doesn't quite make it to the final. I think he's carrying a little bit of a knock at the moment. Um, and again, I, I think Werner he stepped up um, quite a lot recently. I think I think he's been playing well, um, and and he's finding a bit bit more comfort playing out wide. Uh, he's creating a lot of chances, and and he's adding and he's adding some more goals to his game. So he, he's definitely one to watch. I think people people have written him off a little bit this season. But I think he's come into his own a little bit and he showed in that FA Cup final. I was really impressed with him. He, I think he played really well. He, he caused City all sorts of problems on that left-hand side. Um, so I think Chelsea, they're in with a chow. I think, you know, that they know how to... They've they've won this sort of tie before where people have written, written them off at Bayern Munich in the Allianz Arena. No one thought they would, they'd win that match and they somehow came out and won that game, which is probably my favourite Champions League final anyway. So... Yeah, I, I don't think we can write Chelsea off at all. But I, I would, I would not only just love to see City win it, but I think they've been so dominant that you know I, I really think that they will and they'll they'll win quite comfortably, in my opinion. Fair. I am fully just uh, pro City, just because I don't want Chelsea to win another Champions League here. <laughs> but then, um, no, I think I don't think that point really stands though. The uh, in terms of the look, as a club, there is something about them that just speaks like winning mentality right it just does it seeps through them from from the board level down to the to the team that's how they have that winning culture but the one thing is the thing is with that team was had a spine of like Lampard, Drogba, Czech, Ashley Cole, Mikel all these like winners Terry well he wasn't starting in the final but yeah you get you get my drift like that spine like that era of Chelsea was hard as nails I don't think this Chelsea side have that level that same mentality as them and I don't, that's why I don't see them having the capacity to pull off as much of an upset as them but I don't I wouldn't write them off either way given that they've also beaten City over the last few games I mean we need to talk about pretty much the key matchups here uh for both of them but I think we need to talk about how they're going in really because Chelsea are going in with a loss um, from, against Aston Villa. I think they scraped through to get top four. I think, to be fair, Rodgers bottled that. But also, um, they lost the FA Cup final to Leicester. Um, whilst Man City, to be honest, they've got two trophies in the bag. They won the Premier League title and they won 5-0 at Everton. Do you think any of this matters um, before we go into the key lineup? Because Guardiola has also won 15 out of his 16 finals. He's only ever lost to Mourinho. Real Madrid against Real Madrid Barcelona when he was in Barcelona. Yeah, I think what was quite interesting is that City played a, a very uh, a much stronger lineup than I expected um, in that last game against Everton. I mean, he went with Mares, Foden, De Bruyne. I didn't expect any of these players to play. I thought maybe the likes of like Torres, Jesus would get a game, um, but he pretty much went all out. And that I think that's that was probably sensible just to you know keep them fresh. Um, for the tie next week, I think you know. Of course, the injuries is always a worry. 
um, in a game that's, you know, that that was meaningless for them. But I think that just showed how much confidence that they have going into this game, that they played so well. I think they were so dominant in that game against Everton. Confidence will be high. Um, everything's going for them at the moment. It's just really, again, on the day, if, if the nerves or, you know, you know, if they get unsettled early by Chelsea, if Chelsea score early, then, you know, their heads might go. We never know. So I think really it'll come down to their mentality. I think more than anything, I think what's let them down in the Champions League is really just, you know, they, it's not that they haven't had the squad. Their squad has always been, you know, out of this world, really, over these last few years. It's just it's just a case of do they have the mental strength to pull through and get the goals to, to win the game, I think. Fair. How about you, Dylan? Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I know you're talking about the recent form and stuff, but I think one-off game, but to be honest, I don't think it really matters, to be honest. 90 minutes, anything, anything can happen. It's a final. Both teams are going to go out to win it. Um, and I, I just hope it's not ruined, obviously, by like a red card or something in the first 10, 15 minutes. Um, but I think it'll be a really good game. I, I, I think both sides have got a near enough fully fit squad to choose from. Um, you know, barring Mendy and maybe Kante for Chelsea, City look like they're at full strength. Um, and the fact that they've got the luxury to rest the players like Aguero for example he probably won't even start might not even play in the Champions League final is, is a pretty good luxury to have but no I, I don't think the form really matters I think the only thing I would say that obviously the pressure is off Chelsea now because they've qualified I think if they had not got into the top four um, on the weekend then there may have been added pressure on Chelsea and maybe the nerves may have came through but I think the gloves are off I think there's no pressure on either of them I mean you you get City already guaranteed top seeds anyway for next season in Champions League. Chelsea, that's probably the only benefit they get along with a trophy. Um, and obviously, it'll be nice to beat nice to beat City for the second time in three weeks and Tuchel can get a first trophy under his belt after, what, six to seven months? be pretty good, but no, I don't think the recent form matters so much. Yeah. I would argue that the pressure's really on... City more than anyone yeah, because of I, all I the agree. tournaments this, this this is the one that this eluded them all this time this is the one that Pep wants to win before he leaves maybe so I think more than anything than the league uh, whatever you know Cowboy Cup this is the one that they want and I think now that it they're here they're in this final you know things things will change for them mentally that the nerves may start kicking in we never know so I don't know if anything I think the pressure's massive, not massively on City, but I mean, they will be feeling it. They know that this is their chance to finally do it. The cup that they know this is this is what they set out when they started this whole project uh, of the, you know, of the Dubai takeover and whatnot, the, this, the position they're in now and they've, they've got the chance to bring it home. So, I mean, you know, again, like I said, I think it will come down to their mentality because we know what they're capable of, capable of in any in any given game. So whether they whether they've got it in them yeah we'll see yeah for me like i think when i look at city i think it might be one of their last chances to win for a lot for a number of their players to win i think i think what's gets they've got a lot of young players but they've got a lot of old players as well like de bruyne i'm pretty sure he's like 30 i mean there's no guarantee that he'll yeah. come back fernandinho is 34 35 aguero this is last season with man city um, I'm pretty sure there's yeah there's a couple others that from if I think I remember it's, you could say the same with Walker, Chelsea like, yeah, yeah Walker, the, the, you know um, you could say Thiago Silva as well for Chelsea if you really want to bring it like that like there's a bunch of players I think if I think it's there's more pressure on City to win the way I the way I see it now um, in terms of the key lineups you talked heavily you talked heavily about how Kante's performance for Chelsea and how instrumental that was for uh, them beating Real Madrid do you see the midfield battle being the biggest 
like whoever wins that be, wins the tie or do you see other areas um being a deciding factor in this game i mean i'll start off with you dylan in terms of in terms of what your thoughts are the key tactical battles here <clears throat> so i actually think i actually think see what see we're gonna we'll have a lot more possession than chelsea will um so i i, I don't think he'll be actually one in midfield i think chelsea will be quite content to let's see have the ball um it's whether that defence, which Tuchel has been sort of lauded for, whether Rudiger, whoever he partners, whether it's Zuma, Christensen, Thiago Silva, probably, most likely. Um, whether, like, it depend, I mean, are you, no one knows who, who Pep's going to start. Maybe Jesus might start. Maybe Bernardo, Bernardo Silva might start up top. We just don't know. But I think, actually, that that's where the battle will be. I think, actually, between Rudiger, um, Thiago Silva, and whoever of City's, I guess, most forward player would be. And I guess similar on the other side. I think Werner, like you said, he's coming into his own. Chelsea have no out-and-out striker. I can't see Giroud or Tammy Abraham starting this this Champions League final. I mean, Diaz has been a rock at the back. Same with John Stones alongside him. I actually think the battle is actually going to be one defence versus attack rather than midfield because I think City will actually dominate the ball in, in, in the midfield and I think Chelsea will actually let them have it. It's interesting that um, I don't know if Chelsea would want to match City formation for formation because we know City will play four two three one most likely um, or a four three three false nine whatever you want to call it. But Chelsea have been you know they've been having varying degrees of success playing this three at the back system with the wing backs um, and they probably know that they're spacing behind if they can get you know Chilwell I don't know who will play on the other side Aspi I think I would be I wouldn't be surprised if it was Aspi who played as the the right wing back just for a bit more defensive like solidarity um, but like Dylan said I, I think. Chelsea will look to just try and hit them on the counter um, through the wing backs. They know they've got the pace in behind if, you know, the likes of Pulisic and Werner are on either side. So I really think that, you know, Cancelo and Walker, they they are defensively vulnerable at times. And again, John Stones, you know, he, he can, he can be, he can be there to make, he'll make mistakes, you know? So it will be, yeah, like like Dylan said, I agree. I think that Chelsea will look to attack the space in behind on the wings. Um, City will most likely dominate possession, but I'm pretty confident City will play the exact same lineup. He didn't change the lineup from the quarterfinal for the semi-final. He'll play that false nine formation again. Um, so I think City, City know what system they're playing. It would just be interesting to see how Chelsea will line up really for me. Fair. I think a lot of the... Battles will probably be in uh, the wings. To be fair, looking at what, looking at some, uh, especially I think uh, how Reece James kind of dom. I know it was a B side kind of Man City, but how he dominated that side when Chelsea won away at Man City this season, the Premier League, just only a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think as well when it comes to the battle on the wings, I think Riyad Mahrez, like you said earlier, was probably the star of the show in against PSG. So to see how he plays, and De Bruyne will probably play on the wing as well. And full forward, and they'll all be pretty much rotate. I just don't know how if Aspilicueta, for example, or Reese Drapes, whoever well plays uh, on that side and on the other side as well, because they play either three at the back or or with wing backs, if they will be able to cover those zones. But um, yeah, I guess that that that's probably it from my my opinion on that. I will say that, I mean, a special note before we end. A relatively short episode. Do you guys have any thoughts on any players that might stand out in this tie, in particular? Because for my, for me personally, I've got Sergio Aguero 
because just because down to just due to his big game record, I know he hasn't. They've been playing a false nine formation, but his two goals against Everton were pretty. He's like rolling back the years, really, and I think he'll be up for this game. He'll like he might be like over thirty, but he'll give in one last performance for Man City to win the trophy he hasn't won at the club. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. You know, I I I respect that. I think he might have a part to play, but I just can't see Pep playing him. Um, he, he didn't. I don't think he came on in the semis or the quarters. So I just think he'll be a nice. If he wins, it'll be nice and sentimental. But I, I don't think he'll play. Maybe if it goes to extra time, then it's a different story. But if City are going to win in the ninety, I can't really see Aguero coming on unless it's for like five ten minutes at the end. Um, special players difficult to call because they're obviously also good. Um, but I think Ben Chilwell for me. I think him. You know, he's up against. He'll probably be up against his what? Um, probably up against one of his. One of his counterparts. I mean, he, he. I mean, he scored a goal on the weekend, um, and he gets forward quite quite a lot. I think I'm actually really intrigued to see how he plays um, for for Chelsea against the, in in the, in the game. I mean, he marauds forward a lot, but I know obviously he knows that City City's wing backs will attack, um, and I expect that. You know what? I think he could be in. It could be on the end of a goal. Um, he gets into such attacking positions, like similar to like Marcos Alonso does. Um, I'll be intrigued to see how he plays. I wouldn't say he's the most like. So really, the, w- Decorated the, w- play on that the wings, pitch, really. You never know. So you see the wings being. Yeah, good. it's going to be the wings. Like, look, I mean, Cancelo, Walker. I mean, if if Reef James plays, yeah. or Aspi. I mean, those those four players in those four positions. I think they're definitely the ones to watch, probably. Yeah, because I see like Walker. Because I know I think Chelsea's some of their strengths are on the wings, like Werner, like you said. I think Walker can defend that, especially with his speed. So they'll be. I think they'll be able to manage the counter attack relatively, but obviously. It's a one-off game. Who never, whoever knows that. Who knows that? Well, yeah. I mean, look, Chilwell's going to go playing left back, and Walker's going to be playing right back. It'll be interesting to see them come up against each other. Yeah, as England players, you never know. See what happens. But yeah. All right. Finish. You've got a lot to say in that. Um, for me, I think it's more so. I, I know any of those any of those City players going to score the goal, but I think you know if if City go one 0 up and they're just trying to close out the tie. Push comes to shove. The man you want on the end of your defense is Ruben Diaz. I think he will be he will be so influential to making sure like that city defense is organized, making those last ditch interceptions, those key blocks, uh, especially with the the pace that Chelsea have got with Pulisic and, and Werner. So for me, I think he will be he will be really the key factor, not only from a leadership standpoint, but you know. He is an absolute defensive unit. We know how incredible he's been this season. So for me, if if, Ch- if City need to close out the game, he is the guy that you want at the heart of your defence. And I think he'll be so important for them. Yeah, fair. I mean, before we end the episode, I think there are one, a few things. Do you think Chelsea will be affected really by a few of in- these injuries that we've noticed in the last game? And that's that's about it. Like with Edouard Mendy, if, do you think if Kepa plays, Chelsea will be massively understrained. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, like no you don't really want Kepper in goal for your Champions League final, but if he is, he is. I mean, I think Mendy's he's touching hit touch and go whether he's fit or not. Um if he's fit they'll play him hundred percent. Kepper I mean let's be honest, he hasn't done terrible the last couple of games when he has played, but I think you you still want Mendy in goal. Yeah, and Kante probably as well if he's injured they're gonna lose yeah, that big of course, time. Yeah. All right. Um Wait, who do you think's gonna win before we yeah, go? Yeah, no, who, who I was gonna ask win? you guys. What, okay, before we end it, who do you think's your, your final win? predictions and probably your man of the match of the of the of the game or the final? Cool. Uh, man of the match is a bit of a difficult one. Yeah. <laughs> go okay, ahead. I mean, 
Uh, score score scoreline I'm, I might be boring but I'm going to go for a 2-1 city um maybe it might I'm going to say it's going to go to extra time and see you're going to win it in extra time man of the match that's a tough one uh, I'll, I'll uh, say you Phil know Foden. What, yeah uh, you know what you stole mine actually I was going to say Phil Foden. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's been amazing this season and I just feel like he's going to go another level he has. I think he's going to he he's going to go another level and he's going to it's going to be a good path for like him doing well in the euros as well but yeah, no, I think it's going to be 2-2 full-time. I'm just going to be out there and probably going to say Foden or De Bruyne to score an extra time goal winner for City. I'm just going to be extravagant here. But yeah, Foden for me, for me to be the man of the match. I've got to agree with you there, Foden as well. Yeah, I've got to agree with you, Foden as well, man of the match. Let's go something different. Let's, let's go one or City to win on penalties. Let's go to something different. One or... Oh, so we're all saying it's going to go to extra time. That's interesting. It, it, to be honest, I don't want to just say oh, 2 1 because it is just a final. That's the only reason why. More so than not, I think City will just win it outright. I, 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 do, like, I, I don't do think, think they'll need City... extra time, but yeah. The problem is, my, my predictions are wrong. So I probably might say, say Chelsea going to win it, innit? I wanted Chelsea to lose last time. <laughs> they like, probably yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Chelsea will just end up winning like 3 0 or something. Yeah, really. I can imagine that, innit? Um, okay, yeah, no, that's probably it. Uh, that that probably ends our um this season's episodes of BTG. Um, finish. Uh, it's been great actually. Obviously, you've had a hiatus. Hiatus. Um, how do you? How about you close the show and uh, your thoughts are probably for the Euros or anything like that if you ever come back on special games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like Kat said, this will this will most likely be our, our last episode um, for this season anyway. But I just want to say uh, from all of us, thank, thanks to everyone who's listened to the pod so far. Uh, it's been really fun to record and we'll definitely be back. Uh, hopefully, maybe if England do, if do really well in the Euros, fingers crossed, we'll be back for, a, for an England final. Uh, I, I want to say, hopefully I don't jinx it, but um, we'll definitely be back next season. Um with more pods uh really looking forward to it and it's been really fun recording so as always make sure you follow us at btg underscore pod on twitter and instagram uh if you're on apple uh apple Podcasts and spotify make sure you're following us on there and leave us on a review on apple as well and we'll see you soon we'll see you next season